Good evening and welcome to another episode of DFWTO Podcast. Here to bring you all things, or I'm your host, Casper. Wow, okay. I'm your host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays. Because- and now we are, because Wednesdays are for podcast. <laughs> My brain was like, what is the intro? You're like, we're, we're just going to jump. We're ready to jump right into it. We are here. We're excited. We are queer. Yep. <laughs> Get used to it. Gay. <laughs> um. So, guys, of course, before we start the episode this evening about cryptids and monsters in the world's deepest lake of Siberia, a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. I'm actually making a post as we speak, guys. Um, she's doing it. So she's doing it. Yeah. Right. I've kind of been coming up with a theme each week to feature a certain scent for the week. Um, There was the rosebud ones. Uh, Last week was the oatmeal honey. This week is going to be blue. It's because I was trying to say blueberry. (laughs) So I said blue instead of bee. Because I was going to say bee blueberry. (laughs) Blee boo. Blee booberry. Blee booberry. Booberry. I don't know. I want blueberry. Gay. Um That's gonna be my thing now every time we say something gay. That's totally fine. I because it is. Um so the blueberry lemon ones are going to be featured this week. And um yeah, guys, so um I am actually considering at some point, possibly making those a part of the three, four package. We'll see how that goes. Um, if you guys think that's a great idea, you know, obviously head over to the Instagram. Um, it is Calm Your Body Down there and um, on Etsy. So thanks again, guys. Calm your body down. So my dudes. We are talking about the deep mysteries of the world's deepest lake in Siberia. Brent Swanser wrote this article that we are using. Um, so shout out to Becky for finding this cryptid episode for us. Um, there's basically like it's it's hard to like hone in on one monster because this article touches on so many different things that could be in this lake. I know, right? So, so um, I came up on the. I came up on an article on, well, it wasn't an article. It was actually like a, um, it was a, I'm sorry. It was a BuzzFeed article, but it had a listing of like different mysterious places. And one of them was this lake in Siberia uh, called Lake Bacall. And there really wasn't one specific thing like Casper said that you could narrow down to the lake itself. And that's why I thought it was so interesting. Um, Also, I've been on kind of this, like, I don't know if it's just because of the podcasts I've been listening to lately or the stuff I've been watching, but I've been on this, like, thing about aliens kick, and um, there was actually something on, there was a clip on YouTube, and um, I think there's, I think it's also been mentioned on um, some old Ancient Aliens episodes, but there's even possibly, um, because there was a podcast I was listening to a couple weeks back about uh, not only UFOs, but USOs. And they're actually being underwater alien 
uh, bases and um, objects. I think it, I think in even one of the Pentagon videos that's been released, there was actually a video of a craft flying at a high rate of speed and then dipping in the water and then dipping back out of the water. So back in the 80s, there was a sighting of supposedly divers saw not crafts, but actual aliens underwater in this lake. So not only are there like sea monsters, there's possibly aliens. There's a whole lot. Plot twist, aliens aren't in space. Aliens live in the water. Look, guys, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of compelling evidence and you start getting down a rabbit hole on some of these YouTube videos and you realize that more of our space has been explored than our actual oceans on our own planet. I will damn near believe anything. I think that's why, like, ocean, ocean movies freak me out more than, like, space movies. Like... Props to the alien movies, of course, that's, you know, those are classics, but like, I hate that Underwater got a lot of hate where people are like, oh, they only just... hated it because Kristen Stewart was in it. Let's be real. Well, I've also, of course, but I also heard a lot of people like, oh, well, it's an alien. It's just alien Underwater. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that But too. I'm like, but the water is so much, I don't know what it is, how that's, why that's just so much more terrifying because... Because they're, it's they're not already here. They're already, well, and the idea that, like, the xenomorphs are in space and, you know, obviously in Prometheus, they had this whole idea that we're, we come from, anyway, I'm not, spoiler, you can fall down that rabbit hole in those movies if you want to, but um, it's like the idea of, like, whatever's in space we can escape from, but if it's here on our own planet, we can't escape from it. You know what I mean? Like, if you fucking dig deep enough in Cthulhu fucking pops out like there's no fucking getting away from that like at least in space you can fucking you know hyperdrive that shit the fuck out and get away or whatever but like if it's already here on our own planet there's no escaping it so i don't know that's why ocean underwater sea monsters and sea creatures and movies like that have always terrified me more the idea that there's something here already on our own planet you know that um and i'm not talking about the hollow earth theory either that's a bunch of bullshit. um i mean you know okay whatever it's a it's a fun little idea but there's no aliens living in the center of earth for god's sake like speak for yourself that's I mean, where i'm going to sleep tonight, we need to so. find that fucking monument in that park in hamilton we need to fucking find it remember what i told you, you remember i told you there's a fucking park in hamilton i heard that like randomly on that time suck episode where they were talking about the hollow earth theory oh and cleaves whatever the the cleaves guy like what cleaves ohio is named after like there's a fucking monument in a park in hamilton that's a giant it's a hollow earth monument <laughs> so of course i would be course it would be in Hamilton. You would have to be from this part of Ohio to understand. You'd have to be from Hamilton. Story. You'd have to be from Hamilton. Ohio Which I am, so to understand this story. Anyway, listen to the Time Suck episode about Hollow Earth. That's it's every just time hilarious. you keep saying that I keep thinking you're gonna say Halloween. <laughs> Hollow no. Hello. Hollow. Hello. Immediately. <laughs> Go eat a fat kid, ugly. So I love it.
so this article's I loved this one because I felt like it pretty much covered all the bases as far as not only um, a lot of actual history about the lake with it being the deepest, it's the deepest freshwater lake on earth. So that's just fucking crazy in and of itself. So that really gets your wheels spinning of like, what in the fuck could be in this lake if it's that deep? Like, you have no idea. Um, My ass. Right. So um, <laughs> Mysterious Universe is the um, website. And again, the article is by Brent Swanser from 2014. And it's entitled The Deep Mysteries of the World's Deepest Lake. Um, and it starts off by saying in the southern part of the Russian region of remote, frigid and untamed cold known as Siberia lies a lake unlike any other on Earth. Lying nestled within the rugged Siberian wilderness is the enormous Lake Bacall. Um, also, guys, this is the best translation that I've heard from YouTube videos. So if I'm mispronouncing it, I'm sorry. But Just this call is it Lake Bagul. Every I know, right? Because that's actually what I kept wanting to say. I'm like, Bagul. It fucking sounds like Bagul. But every <laughs> YouTube video I watched, they were saying Bacall. Also, I would really, I would behoove people to watch YouTube videos about this lake. Even if it's not about the fucking monsters. It's, it is in some, the most frigid i mean i was freezing just watching these videos like oh hell no i don't ever want to fucking like fuck the monsters i just don't ever want to go anywhere that remote like ever because <laughs> you only have like a couple of months it's like michigan you have a couple of months where it's okay but then the rest of it's just an ice box and it's like no none of that i'm talking more upper michigan but yeah it's just new england fun. states just Period. Yeah, you get a couple Fuck months those of winners. decencies and then the rest of it's like you're li literally living in an ice box. Um, so in the rugged Siberian wilderness is the enormous Lake Bacall, the deepest and most ancient lake on the planet. Yeah, it's also apparently the oldest lake ever, which I didn't know there was a way to date a lake. How long? Well, yeah, you gotta, you gotta take it out. You gotta see what you gotta it likes. Dine and it. Like one and die before you go inside. Like at least take me to dinner first. God damn. <laughs> How does one date? Oh wait. Um <laughs> you get a candle and you know, you get some fish and definitely needs fish. You got gotta gotta get gotta feed it. The lake is a soup. It is. The ocean is a soup. It actually is. That's pretty fucked up. It's though, a soup. That it legitimately is a soup. Giant. <laughs> Thank you, guy on TikTok, I know, right? for doing exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> so it is because of its renowned beauty. It is sometimes referred to as the Pearl of Russia. It is a majestic place that not only remarkably for its deep water, but also for its deep mysteries. For Lake Bacall has long been the epicenter for a wide variety of weird happenings and high strangeness. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're like it's there. Lake Bacall is a rift lake, meaning it was formed within a deep rift created by tectonic movement along the fault lines and lies in the Russian region of Siberia between the Irkutsk Oblast to the northwest and the Burat Republic to the southeast. It's a very Russian word. At 5,387 feet deep... Wow. Because is a mile 2,000 and something feet? Yes. So this is I like think... two and a half miles 
or two two and a quarter miles deep or just two maybe just two miles yeah i think so um surface area of 12,248 square miles that's fucking massive that's that um, insane. It is the deepest lake in the world and the seventh largest by surface area. The lake is so large and deep that it is estimated to hold 20% of the world's unfrozen fresh water at an estimated 25 million years old. Lake Bacall is also considered to be the oldest existing lake in the world as well. The lake is not only known for its size, but its remarkably crystal clear water and biodiversity. Lake Bacall is home to a large variety of species found nowhere else on Earth in this rich eco- ecology and biodiversity has earned it the nickname the Galapagos of Russia and helped it to be designated as a UNESCO World I always say UNESCO, UNESCO yeah World Heritage Site in 1996. Yeah, there were actually some some of the videos I watched on YouTube it literally like you saw boats and you could see clear like some areas where it was more shallow you could see clear to the bottom like that's, that's how cool. clear the water was it was insane. Um I love water like that. Also, I wrote, I totally forgot I wrote this down because I just thought this was super interesting. Oh, it's just water. It'll be fine. Um, (laughs) I just thought this was super interesting about um, it being a rift lake that I saw this thing that it said um, because it was formed in that ancient rift valley that it said at some point if that rift starts to split, it could literally rip Asia in half. Well, shit. Yeah. Because it's on a tectonic plate. So right. So that just keeps, like, over the... I mean, like, at some at some point... I mean, we're not going to be alive to to be around for that. But at some point, that rift, that whole entire lake could just completely split. It'll just completely split Asia in half. I'm like, that is fucking insane. Um, it'll be... It'll be when we're in heaven and we're looking down and we're like, Ha ha! Look! It happened. We knew they were going to fuck up. <laughs> we started seeing the makings of it. We knew. We Captain knew. Planet tried to tell y'all, but nobody listened anyway. Of course they um, did. <laughs> considering its remote and wild locale, its enormity, and how ancient it is, it is perhaps no surprise that Lake Bacall has a long history of bizarre events, strange occurrences, legends, myths, and folklore. Some of the earliest stories, these stories are crazy. Some of the earliest stories stretch far back into history, so to its very creation, with local legends saying that the lake was formed by the impact of a gigantic rock falling from the sky. Obviously, we know that's not true. From there, the lake's weird history began. Uh, Genghis Khan was said to have been born on the lake's Olken Island, which is the third largest island lake in the world. And there's even a legend that Jesus Christ once visited there. Jesus. Jesus allegedly proclaimed the land north of the lake to be blessed and the land south to be of no worth, which is why to this day local folklore says that corn will not grow in these cursed lands south of the lake. Maybe it wasn't Jesus. I don't know if I believe in I mean, I guess I could believe in uh, Genghis Khan because Mongolia is like right there, but I don't know. Maybe Jesus got around. I don't Maybe it wasn't Jesus. There was no Uber. I don't know how far he walked. I mean... <laughs> I mean, he's Jesus. He probably just flew. This is true. He One is, of those nights. He is the son of God. Technically, you would have think. Technically, you would think that would come with superpowers. I mean, I feel like he had. I mean, he turned water into wine. That's a superpower. And I wish I fucking water. had that superpower. I'd never have to buy wine again. You know, if you could walk on water, technically, I'm sure you could run on water. You could just sprint. 
He could just dash from the Incredibles, that shit, and just fucking run all the way. He'd probably just teleport. I mean, he's Jesus. Right? <laughs> I'm, like, not giving Jesus enough credit here. I'm, like, he literally has all the superpowers. He, he really does. Do anything. He's he the son anything. of God. Jesus H. Christ. Uh, <laughs> so there's a myriad of mysteries to be found at Lake McCall. One of these is the alleged present of whole. Oh. Alleged presence of a mysterious lake monster, long feared by locals. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not having it tonight. <laughs> You're like, it's not My it. body is like all the burps. The native Burat people of the region call the creature Lusid Khan or Usan Lobson Khan, which translates to Water Dragon Master. And it is said to resemble some kind of giant, I almost said surgeon, giant sturgeon. That's Exactly how I remember A it. giant yeah. surgeon. That's Dr. Cullen. Like, it's like equally as terrible. <laughs> I just watched all the Twilight. I know, right? As soon as you said that, I need to fucking do that still. Um, so guys, like real quick, just segue. Uh, so all of the Twilight movies yeah, came out on Netflix. on Netflix on Friday. And I called off work on Friday because, not because of that, I had a migraine. And... Um, Around noon, it went away, so I got up and I cleaned my apartment, then I started the first one, and I finished all of them by Sunday. I should probably start watching it. I might start watching it tomorrow. <laughs> and it was really funny, because one of my friends had never seen has never seen the last one, and she was there to watch Bella freak out over the imprints and imprinting. You nicknamed my Captain the Loch Ness Monster?! Which is like the best part of the people really took these movies seriously. I just I don't. That's why I'm so excited to go back and because I didn't watch all of. The, I I've said it a million times. I was I was way too old by the time these movies came out. So I was like I could give two fucks. And Blade is the only Daywalker. Yes, I said it. And it just these movies it just was weird. And I've watched a few of them here and there, but like now that they've taken on this whole new thing, I'm like, I have to go back and watch these movies because now I'm seeing clips of them making, being made fun of. And I'm like, there was, this was, this was such a fucking thing. There were literally kids. They took these fucking movies so goddamn seriously. Like this was such a. Also heads up, uh, Jacob and Edward are both terrible boyfriends. They're terrible. Oh, yeah. It's like... Mommy, I caught that from... I was like, ew, what? Jacob's like, pick me. I'm better than him. You need me. I can make your life so much better. And Edward's like, you don't need anyone. You don't need me. I'm just gonna go off and kill myself. Are you fucking ew! serious? Like, oh, my teenage girls. Oh, my God. This is literally the message. They give to teenage like when girls. You, when you watch them being, as an adult, it's so... Is gaslighting is okay. Yes. Being controlled and... That's why... Maybe that's why I was always Team Bella, because subconsciously I knew that she just needed to be her own. Because you have one guy that's literally saying, you're nothing without him, and then you have another guy telling you, I'm nothing without you. Yep, that's literally what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And so yet, terrible. here I am. 
Making now you wonder these, why all these millennials are in therapy. Making these fucking making fun of these fucking movies, and I literally get teary eyed at the end of every single time. I get teary eyed because they play that song um, a thousand years, and then she lets she opens her mind. Oh yeah, and then it goes through all of the films. Yeah, yeah, and he she shows him that it's always been him and how she's felt about him the entire time, and I don't know why, but I'm like. <laughs> You're like, I know this is a really destructive relationship, but I'm still... they're so toxic. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> He's such a piece of shit, and I'm like, oh my god, I cannot wait to watch these. <laughs> I think that part has a lot to do with me as a person because I tend to shield myself from people. Right. And if I found somebody that I genuinely loved that much, I would let them in like that. And oh, I for think that's sure. where my brain goes. It does. You don't see because it. Because I'm not sitting here going, oh, right, no, no, no. he's so fucking toxic. Right. right? No, 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 no. <laughs> You're looking at the positive in the moment because if that was a positive relationship, of course you would. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you would definitely do and that. And plus, with it's someone. the goddamn song. Yeah. That fucking song. The fucking, and the one she walks down the aisle to, Lord God. There's oh. some songs. When like, the thorn bush. <laughs> have you ever had some songs come, like, you're having a good day, and then some song will come on the radio, and you're like, ah, no! And you will, like, you, like, punch everything to, to make the song go. Because you know, you're like, I am, it is a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> I have groceries in my car. I am not trying to ball my eyes out right now. No. Like, I'm not trying to do that. You know what I'm talking about. Everybody out there can relate. You this, have that song. Where you literally are like, ah, ah. Like, you would just scream. <laughs> You'll just scream in your car and just start hitting every button, your phone. You'll unplug the auxiliary cord. You're fucking, like, everything you're doing. You'll throw the CD out the window. Whatever. You're literally doing everything because you're just like, I I don't want to cry. Like, I, this is not the time to do this right now. <laughs> I actually have several songs that do that. To I do too. <laughs> God damn it! Have a soundtrack. Um, <laughs> there are some though. There is a soundtrack where if I want to cry, like oh. if I'm like I oh, need Lord. to cry right now, oh, I know oh, what to Lord. put on. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm like mm, sad playlist. Yes. <laughs> like, I gotta get this out. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Which one's the worst today? This one. Yes. This one's pretty Dear nice. Agony by Breaking Benjamin. Probably one of the best ones for me. Because if I listen to the words of that song, I was gonna say, don't make this a downer. No. <laughs> if I listen I to the words, of, it's kind of like when you actually about sit. And listen to that song, You'll Be In My Heart from Tarzan. I will sob. I don't. Don't. Mm -mm. Come. <laughs> All of those songs. That I should have not just went, come. That, that soundtrack, the Lion King sound, let me tell you, some of them fucking songs, that, that, those go into deep recesses of my childhood, and I will start <laughs> sobbing. And then I'm over here like, when the thorn bush turns white, that's when I'll come home. Either that or through the tree. 
Did you hear? Oh my god, there's a sequel. But I I did hear the same people are gonna be in it. I did hear about. I was like, as long as Jennifer Jennifer Fox what (laughs) (laughs) Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried are in it. That's all that matters to me. Said Jennifer Fox. (laughs) You know Megan. Check her. (laughs) Jennifer Check Megan person. Got it. Anyway, after that tangent, um, yeah, but watch Twilight on Netflix. Watch Twilight <laughs> that was, on Netflix. That was the original. There you go. So there you go. <laughs> when the thorn. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, it's so funny because I've actually had people in the last couple weeks reach out to me and tell me how much they love these Twilight tangents <laughs> because, because I, I had someone ask me, they're like, "Do you have any guilty pleasures?" I used to have guilty pleasures, but now I'm like, these are the things that I like. I genuinely don't give a shit about. Oh, yeah, I don't care anymore. But I I used to say the Twilight series was a guilty pleasure, and I'm like, no, it's not a guilty pleasure. I fucking love those movies. I don't think it should be anymore. It's It's taken on such a life of its own now that, like me, people who have really never maybe saw a couple of them or maybe none of them are now actually going to watch them from a totally different perspective (laughs) And I think that's great. It also made me realize I really need to watch the Hunger Games series again. I haven't watched that in a long time. You and me both. Which and is funny because why have I seen the Twilight series. series more? That was a movie <laughs> series that I fucking really loved. Mm, yes. Like, and I'm not just saying that like because my wife is really in loved, them, but... like genuinely really love them. Yeah. Yeah, not they because were... I went through this weird thing with Josh Hutchison for half a second. Not like, that I went through this obsession with Jennifer Lawrence for 11 years. Where I'm like, how old is he? How old is he? How old is he? <laughs> he's older than me, if that helps you. I know. He's I... a year older than me, so he's 29. Well, I mean, in my mind, when I first saw those movies, I was like, and then there was like something he did, and he had like no shirt on, and I was like, you're the little kid from Bridge to Terabithia, and you're not that little kid anymore. How old are you? Okay. <laughs> I have to make sure this is okay. Look, when you're when you start inching closer to certain ages, you really gotta fucking check because you'll start feeling hella creepy. Like I'm Bitch, I tell you what. Somebody did a thing where they showed what Noah Schnapp would look like in like 15 years, and I threw my phone across the room. Because he is 17. <laughs> that was like me he is literally old enough to be my child technically and i'm like <laughs> when the thorn burst <laughs> exactly listen finding out that victoria pedretti was 25 was like i mean she's not, that's not much younger but still i was like i thought you were like 32 it's the personality I didn't realize Florence Pugh was 24, 24. No, she's 25 now, I think. I was like, y'all are, like, up there in your acting. Like, y'all are, like, old souls. Because the way that you act. Well, I mean, you would almost almost have to be, I think, to to take on a profession like that. And again, the type of people that they work with. That's why Jennifer Lawrence well, was Johansson. fucking amazing. She was, she's been in this business. I think a lot of people she's, forget she started when she was a kid. She's like 40 she now, lot, isn't she? She started, she started out a lot like, um, you know, like Anna Paquin and a lot of those actresses where they started 
you know, they've literally been acting. I think people forget they've literally been acting since they were kids. Yeah. Anna Paquin, I think, either was nominated or won her first fucking Oscar when she was a kid. So, yeah, like, they, yeah, so that's, I think that's, it makes sense that you see how old they are and you're like, okay, well, yeah, it's, 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 you would, you would have to, it's an industry where I would think that you would almost have to have an old soul to, to make it depending on what roles you take on. I would think you would have to for for sure. sure. Yeah. Mad respect to Florence Pugh though. Like mad fucking respect. Especially because she went from, um, what was it? The fall, the failing, the falling, I cannot remember the name of the first movie she was in, but um, she really started getting attention when she did Midsummer. I think I think Midsummer was yeah. the movie that got her real attention. It's because the, it's she the first did thing I ever so good in that movie, and then she got in Little Women. Well, she was in yeah. the Commuter, but she didn't have a very big part in that movie. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm sure she did other stuff, but that was I'm sure like, that was most probably people... her first lead. I'm sure, like most people, yeah. I think Midsummer was the first like big breakout role. But they, seeing they would call her, it like her breakout yes, role. Yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah, for and sure. And then I think it was with you. I saw the Black Widow trailer for the first time. And yep. We both were like, "Is that?" And I was like, "Florence Pugh, Blee. exactly." <laughs> Florence Pugh, Florence Pugh, Florence Pugh is playing Black Widow's sister. I'm like, that's a huge role because I was also very happy with just that. The whole cast, the whole cast, to be quite honest. Rachel Wise being their mother, and then and uh, David, David Harbour, David Harbour being their father. Are you fucking serious? This family is full of genes. I was really happy about that. I was so really gorgeous happy about the casting in that movie. All now we around. just gotta see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to the giant surgeon. So, um, it's a giant surgeon with a prominent snout and armored plating along the back. In modern times, there are occasional reports from fishermen of the elusive creatures breaking the surface. Or of seeing a huge, of seeing huge black shapes soaring through the crystal water below, but accounts of huge strange beasts in the lake go back to hundreds of years. Early Chinese explorers of the lake, which they called the North Sea, also reported seeing these beasts, which they referred to as gods of the lake or dragonfishes. I like dragonfishes. I do too. There's actually um, <clears throat> because the lake has been called the Galapagos of Russia, there are distinct species that are only local to this lake in particular so i could think that would probably be possibly some of the reasons why people have seen sightings of things that maybe they've never seen anywhere else so likely to just say oh it's a monster even though it could very well be explained right um it could literally just be a fish that hasn't been discovered yet exactly something like that the alleged monsters of lake bacall are also represented in ancient petroglyphs found along the bacall cliffs there is additionally a large stone steel, S-T-E-L-E, a carved stone slab erected as a monument located on the bank of the Yanasi River near the village. This literally looks like Askis. it says Askis. Um, <laughs> it's A-S-K-I-Z, which is estimated to date between the 3rd and 4th century BC and depicts some sort of mysterious water monster. The image carved into the stone shows a large lizard-like creature with a forked tongue Wicked claws and plate-like armor along its back. The bizarre creature is depicted standing upright, submerged in water, indicated by the image of a fish hovering nearby. It is unclear what connection 
this mysterious carving has, if any, to the giant fish-like monsters said to lurk in the lake. The lake is home to many unique species of fish and other animals, including the rare freshwater seal known as the Bacall seal, but there is no known species of creature um, <clears throat> excuse me, that is known to be present here that matches the size of what is reported for the Lake Bacall monster. Large mysterious lake monsters are not the only things to said to haunt Lake Bacall. The area has been long known for its UFO-related weirdness as well. There, this is like the water version of um, Skinwalker Ranch. That's what it I, really is. And that's what I feel like. Like the water there are version. so many fucked up, crazy things <laughs> that happen around just this one area. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. It's like a portal was opened when it when it split or something. Yeah, when the rift happened. There have long been numerous reports of strange lights and alleged alien spacecraft over the lake, but perhaps the most interesting stories come from the classified Soviet-era documents compiled on unexplainable incidents by the Russian Navy under the command of Deputy Navy Commander Admiral Nikolai Smirnov. Although the documents are not completely focused on UFOs or even Lake Bacall in particular, the two make regular appearances and the documents mention numerous UFO-related incidents and sightings around Lake Bacall nevertheless. Yeah, there were Russian documents that were unsealed, I believe it was, um, <clears throat> in one of the documentaries I watched, I think it was in 1992. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was actually in 2009. It was in 2009 that the Russian government declassified USO encounters uh, within the Russian Navy. And so it wasn't just around Lake Bacall itself. There was... Um, uh, in the South Pacific, there was a Russian nuclear sub that apparently encountered six alien spacecrafts 260 meters underwater. And they were traveling at 265 miles per hour. Wow. So, yeah, these were all, like, apparently once these files were declassified, there were quite a number of um, USO and UFO sightings in and around Russia. So not just Lake Bacall themselves, but... Um, just in and around the, the country as a whole. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, dating all the way back to the Cold War, like um, this one will, this one account we'll talk about, this actually happened in 1958. A Russian TU-154 plane crashed into the lake's frigid waters after allegedly being pursued by a UFO. Other reports come from various fishermen who have seen strange lights hovering over the lake, cruising underwater, or even spectacularly erupting from below the waves to shoot into the sky above. That was that was basically what was in depicted in that one video that I mentioned that was released by the Pentagon, where the one of the one of that our U.S. Um, I think either an air pilot or U.S. Navy saw that basically like went underwater and then shot out of the water. Um, people have also reported UFOs rapidly descending from the heavens, only to gently align upon the surface of the lake and float like a boat. One of the most bizarre accounts related to aliens and UFOs at Lake Bacall allegedly happened in 1982. So this was also one of the reports that was declassified. And this was the one that I mentioned that was on an uh, old ancient aliens episode. Um, Navy divers in the lake reported encountering humanoid creatures that were dressed in silver-like suits about 164 feet um, or 50 meters underwater. The report claims that three of the divers were killed when they tried to pursue the creatures and four divers were seriously injured. 
The Russian government denies that any of the accounts in their documents stem from otherworldly sources and maintains that everything described must have some natural explanation. So what they actually described was that while they, as soon as they dived, they saw several of these humanoid creatures. That and would they freak looked, me the fuck And they out. looked like they had literal, like, suits on, but no oxygen tanks, no tubes, no nothing. And one of the divers with a net tried to catch one of them. And as soon as it went to throw the net, it was almost as if, the at least the way they described it, like, one, if not all of the creatures psychically or somehow sent out a sonic boom and when they did it shot the divers up really really fast and if people know anything about yep. diving you can't ascend really fast otherwise you get something called the bends mm -hmm. and you can literally you can die. die from it which is what happened to three out of the seven of these divers they died from it and um the other four were seriously injured so that's what happened they like as soon as they threw that net, it's like they sent some type of, it's almost like they did it psychically. They don't, because they said they didn't actually see them move. All they did, all like literally, they just, there was literally like a sonic boom and they just shot up out of nowhere. I mean, That's at a very crazy. high rate of speed um, from 164 feet underwater. So yeah. If, you, if anybody out there is a diver or knows anything about diving, that is extremely dangerous to come up that fast from They must from not be able to see. They must take so, um, either from hearing or uh, vibrations in the water. Like some certain kind of fish do that too. Well, whales do that. I mean, that's, that's, that's the whole thing with like echolocation that mm -hmm. I think is so interesting that I feel like it could be more plausible that aliens could or extraterrestrials or whatever you want to call them could communicate with sea life because if they don't communicate like we do, they could communicate um, the way they do mm -hmm. with, with sounds, with certain things. So I, I would say that would make sense um, because like a lot of people know there, there are recordings out there. There are underwater sound recordings where they literally don't know what they are. It's kind of fucking freaky. Too. They they know that they're they know it's not a whale. They definitely know it's not a whale, but they don't know what the fuck it is. So I mean, who the fuck knows? Yeah, who knows exactly? And the reports of lights and humanoid creatures in Lake Bacall's depths have perhaps not surprisingly led to theories that aliens could have underwater bases here. And there are other bizarre reports of strangeness in the lake that seems to somewhat support this far out notion. In 1977, a deep water submerged submersible called Pasis was involved in scientific research operating at a depth of 1200 meters in the dark frigid water. At one point the vehicle's spotlight turned off and it was in complete darkness until a sudden bright beam shone upon it from an outside source. The blinding light reportedly remained fixed on the submersible for several seconds before flickering out and once more leaving the sub in cold blackness. It has never been satisfactorily explained what the source of that light was. No. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Dr. Grant? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my God. Again, that's what I'm saying. There, you, at least in parts of space, you have light. You could be in the deepest recesses of the ocean, and it is a darkness that is like unexplainable. 
because you can't see no your hand in front light, of your face. There's no light source from anywhere, and that would, all of a sudden, nope. a light source is just there. I no, no. I'd be like, no, please, Lord. Is exactly. Is it you, Lord? Because is, is it is it me? That's the, that's the only light that I'm accepting right now. Is the light of the Lord? <laughs> the light of God. <laughs> the light of God. Is this from the? Is this from God? Right now. It's not okay. I don't. Go. I don't want it. I don't want it. No, thank you. There is also an unexplained and powerful magnetic anomaly occurring within a deep part of the lake's rift where the tectonic plates pull apart. The anomaly has not been explained and has reportedly and suddenly inexplicably grown in size twice in the past 50 years. Other weird phenomena coming from the depths are reported sudden surges or eruptions of water inexplicably shooting upwards and strange inexplicable mass of fish dying off. These are usually explained as being caused by trapped gases belching up from the bottom, but the source remains unknown. Same. Anyway. <laughs> that just made me laugh way too You're hard. You're like, wait a minute. Same. Another phenomenon I'd like to call that may or may not have anything to do with sea monsters, UFOs, or aliens is the reports of various vessels, vessels mysteriously vanishing in the water. The lake holds many anomalous um, anomalous zones that are particularly known for the disappearance of ships, such as an area on the western shore known as Cape Rye Time. An area with so many reported vanishing that the locals consider it to be cursed and to bring sure death and to bring sure death upon whoever goes there. The island of Great Ashanki near Cape Sun, as well as the huge island of Okun, are other cursed zones known for swallowing vessels. Okun is known for a place called the Devil's Crater, from where one of the most recent and well-known disappearances of vessels of a vessel comes. It honestly sounds like the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, a lot of that too with the this these the type of disappearances. Yeah. On June sixteenth of twenty eleven, wow, so that really wasn't that long ago. No. The pleasure boat uh, Yamaha departed from a village in the Kabansky area of sure. Bur. Buryatia, Buryatia, there we go, with an experienced crew of four to test out a new motor and never returned. It was reported that the crew were all seasoned sailors, yet contact with the vessel was lost shortly after the departure when a sudden fog rolled in. What, this is what the fucking mist? What the fuck? Nope. I always hate when they say they're experienced, too, because that always gets me. It's like, these are people that have been under all different types of conditions have sailed in just about anything, they clearly know what they're doing. So that even gives like more to what what really happened. And it makes sense gone. that they would send out seasoned sailors to do something like this. Like this to do in a particular. Test. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So when the fog burned off, the Yamaha was gone. Nope. Although the boat was well in range of cellular service, none of the cell phones of the crew could be reached as if they were completely out of the network. Okay, no. In addition, other than the fog bank, conditions on the lake were said to be placid and perfectly safe for boating at the time. So what happened to what the Yamaha the and its crew? Nobody knows. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? The shit like this just... This fucks me up. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Several extensive search and rescue operations were lost to try and locate the Yamaha, but they turned up no wreckage and not one clue as to the vessel's fate. Also, I would like to point out, this is a lake. This is not an ocean. Exactly, guys. There's nowhere they could... There has to be wreckage somewhere. As big, There's nowhere... As big as this lake is, we're not... Again, we're not talking about... It's still a lake. The Pacific here. It's still a goddamn lake. 
you the, would think at at some point, especially in in the area that this lake was, if they searched it that extensively since 2011, you would thought, so, like I said, at the very least, a wreckage. Or something. Anything. Some a part of it. Something, something would have washed up on shore, a body, a piece of the ship, anything. It literally went into a fog and poofed. Yeah, it was gone. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't like this shit about fog either. I'm a big nope with all that. <laughs> Locals think they know the answer as it is believed that the area in question occasionally produces horrific sudden whirlpools that appear like a crater upon the surface, hence the name Devil's Crater. And suck in anything unfortunate to be nearby. Local legend says these mysterious chasms in the water are gateways to hell through which the souls of the sinners pass. Perhaps these whirlpools hold the key to many missing ships on the lake, but they would not explain the other more bizarre accounts of ships disappearing for long periods of time, only to reappear with crews that claim they've only been gone for a few hours. Bitch, this isn't... This I've is... heard of shit like that happening in Lake Michigan, too, because, you know, supposedly there's like a... That's some portal shit. There's like a Bermuda Triangle in Lake Michigan... What? You know that, right? Like, literally in the middle of Lake Michigan, there's, like, a fucking triangle where shit like that happens. Oh, my God. Where, where ships just either go missing or crews will be gone and they there's, like, hours they can't account for. Like, they'll just go off radar and then all of a sudden appear back on radar and the boat, and they're like, where did you go? And these boats are like, we literally have no fucking clue. Lake Michigan's fucked up, too. That's People, so close, there's been too. there's been more shipwrecks on that fucking lake, I think, than like any that there's a there's a lot of fucked up shit about Lake Michigan. There are so for a lake that doesn't even look like it's that big, there are so many shipwrecks littered. If people what's that one? Um, Draining the Ocean. That show is so fucking cool. But there was a there was an episode in particular about Lake Michigan. If they if you drain that fucking lake, it's like the entire bottom of that lake is nothing but shipwrecks. Wow. And in the very center of Lake Michigan, there's literally a triangle where shit like this happens. Where crews are like, we don't... They will blip off radar, come back on radar, and the crew are like, we have no idea what just happened. It's not To them, it's like five minutes went by and there's hours where they're like, we don't... We don't know what happened. That's we literally so don't know what And crazy. I know for it to be like... I've been to Lake Michigan. Like I've looked at the. I've been to Michigan. I've been. I've been on the Chicago side. Like I've. I've seen this lake before. Wait, is it's Lake like, Michigan the one that's off Chicago? It's a big. Yeah, it's the one. If you're. If you go. All like to, I guess like right before you would cross over into like where we were, you could actually see Chicago from Michigan. You can actually see Chicago. Like on the other side, because like I was Michigan. in a spot in Indiana, north, north, Indiana. north Indiana, where you could see Chicago. Where I could see Chicago. That's, yeah, me is too. That like Michigan. That's like Michigan. Then I've been in That's Lake like Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, me too. I've swam in that fucking lake. Well, shit. I've driven the coast of that lake because <laughs> I I've driven all the way. We took a family trip where we drove along the coast of Lake Michigan and went all the way up to the top of the state. So yeah, wow. I'm, as beautiful as that lake is, that lake it is was pretty terrifying. That's scary as shit. I mean, it's so if funny. I would have known that it shit so when I funny. went. I know, like, I didn't know. I didn't know any of this until, like, years later. I'm like, excuse me, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that fucking lake is, like, right there. <laughs> like, absolutely not. Like, I've, like I said, I've swam in it. Yeah. You've swam in it? Like, yeah, me what too. What the fuck? 
I'm not going on any fucking boats into that lake. I'll no, tell you that right fuck no, now. I'm good. That's never happening. Ever. I'm, I'm good on that. I'm very good on I'm that. I'm good on... I probably like, won't swim in it. I'll again go in either. like maybe a rowboat or a kayak. <laughs> a nice little inlet. But I'm you're not gonna, going to You're gonna going to fucking enter Narnia if like, you no. go out in the middle. No. <laughs> Fuck. I don't want to. I don't want to go to Narnia. I don't want it. Um, perhaps just as bizarre as the disappearance of vessels as the sudden and inexplicable appearance of various objects upon Lake Bacall. Locals have claimed to see ships and even things that have no business being on the water, such as what the fuck, such as trains and castles suddenly materializing on the lake and often blinking out of existence just as quick. Listen, I'm sorry. Are we reading? Is this real or are we reading like it's the TVA? <laughs> fucking. I'm sorry. I'm Fucking Stranger Things shit happening. There's a fucking portal where shit's just. <laughs> I just this immediately made me think of Loki. I'm not giving anything away if nobody's seen it's it yet. I'm just saying. I just just immediately that was just like, oh, it's the TVA. It's the TVA did it. Could you imagine you're just sitting there and you're like enjoying the lake life and you're like, honey, did you just see a castle? <laughs> did you just see that train? <laughs> woo woo, motherfucker. My husband would look at me and go, did you get into the mushrooms and not tell me? I'll did be you, like, did you say I'll train? Be like, what fucking mushrooms could I possibly have taken that would make me see a train on a goddamn lake? I didn't eat all of them. I would be dead right now. What? Like, I don't think there's any drug. I don't know what. I don't even know. And if there is one, I don't want it. Where I'm just. I literally go. What? <laughs> what did you. What? Did you say train? You said train. You did. You like choo choo train. <laughs> like <laughs> like Thomas like the Tank <laughs> Bear, 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 bear. I like to see like train reference. <laughs> like good God oh, Almighty. God, that is fucked. Oh my God, this is so fucked up. It's beyond fucked up. Scientists believe that this may be the result of potent mirages formed by the unique properties of the lake. Bitch, I don't know how you mirage, see a mirage of a castle, though. Right? <laughs> Even a fucking train. Or a train. Well, a train, maybe, because of a ship. I'll give it that. Okay, I could give it that. But a castle. The castle thing, I'm I'm not... Bitch, I, but, but... I'm not understanding <laughs> a mirage of a castle in the middle of a fucking lake. Like, that, I'm not... I'm... I love how they try to, like, give explanations to some of these things where you're like, okay. <laughs> like, I know what a fucking mirage is. Excuse me. <laughs> what? Like, oh, it's a weather balloon. Um, in the summer, warm air flows over the frigid water. And in the winter, there are extreme cold and clear conditions, all of which combine to create layers of air with differing densities that refract, distort, and reflect upon the lake's calm transparent surface to create highly vivid and realistic mirages. It is thought that such mirages could be at least partly to blame for the missing ships such as Yamaha, as they could lead them astray or cause them to crash into the rocky shoreline. Again, there would have been some type of wreckage, though. Yep. So that Especially if they that. crashed into a shoreline. Like, Duh. okay, if they saw a mirage, fine, but where's the fucking... Exactly, where's the wreckage? There are even reports that such mirages are sometimes accompanied by anomalous magnetic disturbances, which could also theoretically confound a ship's navigational equipment. 
Are these mirages merely the result of conspiring natural forces, or do they represent some other more supernatural occurrence? As with many of the lake's other mysteries, no one really knows. You know what I just I thought about? Understand. I'm just seeing these aliens go. I'm going to do a castle this time. Okay, okay, George, let's do it. Ready? Ready? Castle. Yeah. Honey, did you just see? Ha! They're just like laughing at the humans. Like, these motherfuckers. It's a game to them. It is. I totally look. A hundred thousand percent, I could believe that. I would do it. These motherfuckers think that there's a... <laughs> they thought they saw a castle. Dumbass. What? <laughs> like there's a castle on the Lake George? What the fuck? But I'm just like... I've even seen mirages. Like where it looks... Um, have you ever... Like when it's really hot, if a road is so hot, it, yes. it will look like there's water and you know there's not fucking right. water on the road like clearly there's not um but it's it, it looks weird like but it like you know like it's there's not, water though. right there like you yeah you know, it, it looks off it's almost like a skinwalker where it looks like this thing but there's something off about it i don't think you're gonna identify a castle on a fucking lake and be like yeah that looks it would look weird being that massive it would look odd and if you're saying you're seeing a castle and it doesn't look weird. What the fuck? A mirage. I just don't know how you could explain weird. something like that as a weather anomaly. <laughs> That's a weather anomaly. Seeing a fucking castle. Seeing an oasis in the desert. Sure, that makes sense. Right. Because water. But you're gonna tell me that on water you're seeing a massive building. Right. No. That doesn't look hazy at all. Okay. No. I'm not buying it. Again, it's just these weird, it's like I said when they try to go like, oh, it's a weather balloon. Just these weird, just these stupid, weird things they try to come up with to explain something instead of just saying, hey, we don't fucking know. Well, it's just like people that try to explain away paranormal shit. I understand not everybody believes in the paranormal, but that's why I'd rather you just say it's unexplained yeah. than try to explain it and you're saying a bunch of bullshit like or it's just clearly not... you're gonna have something happen to you at some point and you're gonna be like what the fuck you're right you'd be able to rationally explain no nope. what it was no nope. and guess what that's okay you don't have to sit yeah. there and say it was a ghost just say it was unexplained yeah just say i don't have any other i sat there i tried to go okay could it be abc xyz and it wasn't any of those so if you can't explain it then it's unexplained doesn't necessarily mean it's a ghost but just, you know. If you see a UFO, it doesn't mean aliens. It just means it's an unidentified flying object. I think that's one of the main reasons why it's so hard to talk about UFOs or USOs. Because automatically people go to aliens. Yeah. And that's, it doesn't necessarily have to mean that. Because we are very well aware that our government has back-engineered technology. Like, yep. we know that. We know that. We know it's been documented. Like, I highly recommend people watch the Area 51 thing about Bob Lazar. Like, if people don't know about Bob Lazar, if you haven't watched the thing that um, Jeremy Corbell did, I think it's either still on Netflix or now it's on Discovery Plus, or the episode that he did with Joe Rogan or anything, find stuff out about Bob Lazar. Because I 100% believe this dude. And I 100% think that our government has back-engineered alien technology. 
And I think we're very well capable of making a lot of aircrafts and spacecrafts that the general public isn't privy to. And really, we shouldn't fucking be. That's another thing that, I mean, I, I could go into a whole tangent about that, but we don't need to know every fucking thing. Like, excuse me. And we sh really shouldn't because if I it do. gets out to our enemies, then you know what I mean? Like, we're all fucked. So, again, like, if it's unexplained, it's unexplained. It's not necessarily saying that it's an alien. It could it could very well be things I that mean, are the government did kind of confirm aliens in the last year. Yeah, so. I mean, they have. The Pentagon has released all this footage. And again, like I said, we, we are very well aware that they, we... You know, Roswell happened, and yeah, I firmly believe they've. Ba and I, I don't even think there was just Roswell. I think there's been other crashes where they they've back engineered uh, technology that I think we're we're using now oh, and totally things that. that we don't we don't know about. So I mean, I I've seen a fucking UFO. I have too. I have definitely seen a UFO. Clear day, plain as fucking day hovering there and then took off like a goddamn rocket never saw anything that fast in my life am i saying it was a fucking alien absolutely not because i didn't i didn't see a fucking alien i saw an unidentified flying object it was i don't know what the fuck it was but it was definitely not any type of plane or anything i've seen and we don't live far from right right patterson air force base again roswell we don't live far from Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. And I've seen them do flyovers. Mm -hmm. I've seen all kinds of different planes. All kinds of different planes. That was not a fucking plane. And it wasn't a fucking drone. I know what the fuck I saw. And it was a very... I mean, this was the clearest day you could ask for. Not a fucking cloud in the sky. Bluest. Bluest could be. So I know what the fuck I saw. But again, I didn't say it was an alien. It could have been anything. Honestly, I think there's a lot that our government's been doing. <laughs> I think that's why all of a sudden they're like, oh, let's just let's release this Pentagon footage here real quick. Like, they're like, let's just confirm that there's aliens because we don't want them to be on us. Right, exactly. Exactly. Um, Lake McCall has had its share of natural mysteries as well. With uh, as all of the spooky, bizarre, bizarre stuff, it has an incredibly high amount of biodiversity for such a cold lake that and is frozen for most of the year. Most of its species are endemic. But the freshwater Bacall seal has long confounded biologists as no one can really figure out how it got there. Oh my god. The Bacall seal is the most closely related to the Arctic seal or rig ringed seal. And yet Lake Bacall is completely isolated and located hundreds of kilometers away from the nearest sea. There are many theories on how this happened, with perhaps the most prevailing idea being that they arrived through a sea passage that once linked the lake to the Arctic Ocean, and the seals subsequently adapted to a freshwater environment. The lake currently harbors on an estimated 80,000 to 100,000 of the enigmatic freshwater seals, and they are not considered to be threatened. <laughs> it's just crazy how they're like, we don't really know how they got there. <laughs> Excuse me, seal, how did you... Seal. <laughs> but we think... Um, Lake Bacall has also shown itself to be rich in resources not typical for the freshwater for a freshwater lake. From 2008 to 2010, two Russian submersibles known as the Mir made a remarkable discovery 1,637 meters under the surface. Researchers operating the Mirs found a special type of ice high in concentrations of natural gas called 
gas hydrates, which are in fact found which are in fact found elsewhere, particularly on the deep ocean floor, but never in freshwater environments. This unusual finding could mean that the ice-laden lake potentially holds vast resources of an important untapped fuel source, although extraction methods of gas hydrates have not been perfected as of yet. It is still not totally understood why gas hydrates should be found in this freshwater lake and not in others. The two mere submersibles also collected data on a good number of previous unknown species lurking in the dark, icy depths of the lake. No. Another baffling natural phenomenon on the lake occurred in 2009 when strange huge circles with diameters up to 2.7 miles appeared, started to appear on the lake's ice during particularly cold months. So literally crop circles. Oh my god. The bizarre circular ice formations were first spotted, spotted, spotted by astronauts aboard the International Space Station, and their discovery immediately ignited speculation to the cause. Oh my cause. god, you could see them from fucking space station. <laughs> Jesus. I'd be like, there's literally crop circles in the ice. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, of course, there was the inevitable theory that the circles were the result of alien activity, but in the end, scientists came to a more rational, yet possibly more worrying explanation. It is currently believed that the ice circles are the result of methane gases gurgling up from the bottom and resulting in swirling warm water currents that then form the circular formations on the lake ice. The reason this is worrying is that it could indicate that Lake Bacall's spring ice has been diminishing more rapidly in recent years. When coupled with global warming, this could have disastrous consequences for the lake's ecosystem and biodiversity, which rely heavily on the lake's cycle of ice. I mean, that's possible. Yeah, you know, because climate change. Um, Lake Bacall is truly one of the world's most beautiful, remote, and amazing lakes. Full of mysteries, both natural and perhaps supernatural, it is a vast, deep, yawning chasm of majestic beauty. Same. What are the answers? <laughs> right. What are the answers to the enigmas that are here lurking within the crystal clear depths and just beyond our understanding? Is this a place flung far from the familiar world of our current knowledge? Is this a place that sits on some mysterious divide between the realms of what we know, what we think we know, and what we will never know? How deep does the rabbit hole go here at the world's deepest lake, deep in the wilderness of Siberia? Ancient, awe-inspiring, mysterious, beautiful. All of, these all of these words fit Russia's Lake Bacall perfectly, full of deep waters and deep mysteries. Lake Bacall is certainly like no other place on Earth. All right, guys. That's all we've got for uh, Listen, there was some shit in there. I'm telling you, I when you said that this is basically like Skinwalker Ranch, like it is. That's exactly in how I water. feel. In the water. It's like a portal. I mean, there's just there's a two, portal there, there is clearly, and I think it I think it has a lot to do, if I can theorize for a second, I, I do think a lot of it has to do with how old it is and this, and it being so, I mean, if you, if you think about it, it's literally a rift in the earth's surface that was caused by literally the earth shifting. Like that's what a rift is. Like when tectonic plates rift like that, that's literally the earth, the earth shifting the earth, the earth. It's literally the earth just going rip. And I, that's another thing too. Like what if these fucking ships are getting sucked, like sucked into these world, like these whirlpools 
and just getting sucked down into this rift. You know what's strange too is Saltwater, Saltwater, what? Skinwalker Ranch is near somewhere where a lot of tectonic plates move. It is. That's right. Just think right about around that. Utah and that very yeah. close to California, yeah. where there's a lot of fucking earthquakes. Yeah, because of the moving plates. That's very odd. Why is all of that happening? Because of moving, like it's it's almost like it fucks. It's almost like it does exactly what the scientists figure out it does with the magnetic fields. And it has to have, I swear, it has to have something to do with that. I do too. Something to do with the magnetic fields and creating some kind of fucking portal of some sort. Because who knows? Maybe the aliens and the creatures that they're seeing are the interdimensional beings that they see at Skinwalker Ranch. I mean, that was something that my husband and I just started watching Lovecraft Country. And I just always think holy that's shit, something... my foot's cold. I'm sorry, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> um, that's just something that I've always found. I've always believed in interdimensional portals, but like the more I'm getting back into reading Lovecraft, I mean that was essentially everything that was about his storytelling. We're literally monsters from other worlds coming into or being summoned into our world through interdimensional portals or, or wormholes. I mean, it's it's very well likely that we could have wormholes here and a lot of them be not necessarily man-made like, like the Stargate theory, but literally made by nature. Like earthquakes and these tectonic plates shift and these rifts happen and these, these natural rifts create these maybe it's not just creating a rift in the physical world maybe it creates a rift in the spiritual world. exactly i mean and if you really start getting into like the multiverse theory and you there's a lot i mean if us as three-dimensional beings would be unable unless we're at some point able to unlock that we would be unable to see anything past three dimensions mm -hmm. So I think that's why the, the thought of it is so out there to people that don't understand how multiverses or dimensions work. But us being three-dimensional, unless we were able to unlock a part of our brain to visualize that, we would only be able to see in three dimensions. I mean, so we, anything past that, we would be unable to see. We only use 10% of our brain. Not two. Imagine if we could use 100% of like, holy fuck. Well, apparently we do, apparently that's a myth and we do technically use more than that, but... Still, it's I don't not 100%. Think, it's definitely not 100%. No. Because I think that there would be so much more as a species that we could accomplish because... I feel like we all be I living the Carrie story. We could do telekinesis and all that kind of fucking shit. Honestly. Sign me the fuck up. Let me tell you, lying would be out the fucking window because there'd be no way you could do that shit. Nope. These motherfuckers out here that are just left and right? Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. That Which would be I know. gone. That'd be gone. Like, oh no, I already, I got it. I'm already in there. There's a movie I so. saw. What was it called? I can't remember what it was called, but people, it, they lived in a world where they could only tell the truth. No one ever lied. And then he one time, he lied and he was like, I said something that wasn't. And they were like, what? And he's like, I, I said something that wasn't. 
Was it a British movie? Cause yes. I swear. <clears throat> it's called The Invention of Lying. That's what it's called. Ricky Gervais yep. is in it. That is such a fucking great movie. It really is. It's funny, too. It's oh very funny. Oh, my God. It's so good. I know people in Ricky Gervais. It doesn't. I don't care. I, I fucking love Personally, I love Ricky Gervais, and that movie is fucking incredible. And let me fucking tell you, it says a it, it just says a lot. Like, when you think about people, like, that lie or that, that whole thing, it's like... Does this dress make me look fat? Yeah. I mean, like, it's supposed to be funny, but... Also... It's, it's just... Just, I just, I highly recommend people seeing it. I, I thought it was a great movie. And Louis Let me tell you, I could never keep a job. I could never keep a job if I wasn't allowed to lie. Oops. Listen. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I'd at least have my friendship still. <laughs> There's that. Look. Yeah. Because I don't lie. I don't lie to my friends, but I'll, I'll lie to... Yeah, no, but job. Well, I mean... Jobs you it's kind of have to. It's unfortunately it's a... some jobs you... Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Unfortunately, but not all of them. Well, that was an interesting one. That lakes got me fucked that up. That was cool. I like I liked doing something that it was... I liked doing something that wasn't... You know, we've we've covered so many different cryptids and this was one that was just kind of different in a way that it's like the whole the whole fucking lake is a cryptid. <laughs> like the whole lake is there's just so much. The whole lake is just fucked just up. Just the literally like things appearing, vessels disappearing, fucking It's literally the, the skinwalker sea monsters, the the just everything. Well, and then all the stuff that is explained. The fact that it is such an old lake. The fact that it's the deepest. It accounts for 20% of the freshwater on the planet. There are species that are only local to this lake. And some of them, people don't even know how they fucking got there. Um, all these natural anomalies that they don't even know how to explain. They literally don't know how to explain Scientists it. Scientists are like, the fuck? <laughs> so I think that's why another reason it's so easy to say that things are paranormal or maybe mysterious or alien in a way because if there is no other way of explaining them on top of all of the other crazy shit that goes on at this lake it'd be so easy to just lump everything into well it's it's aliens you know it's who, this you know who it's... needs to go there Cosima needs to go there yeah. Cosima would figure it out she would totally figure it out actually there is a real Cosima <laughs> maybe she should go I think so because the real Cosima the show Cosima is based off the real Cosima so Cosima should go let's get on that get on that get on that hey, Cosima we need you <laughs> we need you send in the clones not clowns oh it was like clowns <laughs> clones see what I did there clones I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. <laughs> They're all coming. I in. can never hear that song again. That song and live fast, I, die young, I bad girls, you. do it well, always, every single fucking time. I appreciate you for that. <laughs> well, my I, mean, I appreciate you anyway, but yeah, orphan black. But. You know, that's just. I'm not one to be like. You have to like my interests. 
but Orphan Black. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, when you just know something is good, it's fucking It's not good. like, I'm like, you know, I have never heard someone who has seen that show and had not liked it. Ever. Anyone that I've ever talked to has not seen that show and been like, eh. They've all been like, holy fucking shit. Like, it's, it's usually like that kind of reaction. So it's kind of like how I talk about Bates Motel. I'm like, literally every single person I've ever talked to, like, that show is... Well, there's just not a just... lot of shows that have literally everything, you know, on top of keeping that going for multiple seasons. They're like, consistent. Not only is the acting great and consistent, the storylines are great and consistent. The The show as a whole just flows from season to season to season. And there's very few shows that do that and keep that going. And I think it's a testament, too, to some shows just... I think some shows, too, do well to end after... Because I feel like this is why British television follows this. And I feel like this is about where my attention span is anyway with, with shows in general. I think about four or five seasons, you should have it pretty well wrapped up in a bow and we're done. I think that's... And I think some shows, they... Um, I'm, I'm not going to say it. They drill. Boy. Stop making Grey's Anatomy seasons. Stop making The Walking Dead. I said it. Stop making Simpsons. And I used to be a big fan. <laughs> but we need to stop. stop it just it. needs to stop. It just That's that's it just, just like Also The Simpsons have literally predicted everything that is going to happen, has happened and will happen. So we can just stop The Simpsons now. <laughs> we can just stop. Like when Richard Branson went into space, Simpsons did it. Like literally, there was a Simpsons episode from the '90s where Richard Branson. I was like, they literally, they predicted, ev they have predicted literally everything that is ever gonna happen, has happened, and will happen. Like who made the Simpsons? We don't need any more. The creators, Matt Groening. I doubt he's it. one of them, but no, I think Aliens did because there's <laughs> been just too fucking much about this. Matt Groening may have written it, right? But, but he was influenced. <laughs> we gotta, yeah. There's just certain shows that have they've worn out their welcome. They really have. That's why Orphan Black and Bates Motel are two fantastic because they're both five seasons, ten episodes each, done, and they are so. Good yeah, and consistent. There's the only complaint I have is the last episode of Orphan Black does seem a little rushed, and it's only because yeah, I I agree. It's only because it was canceled, so they did. I don't know if they were planning on making a season six, but they kind of they probably were. But the way that they ended up wrapping it up, it did work out well. It did just seem a tad rushed. I agree, but it wasn't to the point where but they it were wasn't. like, "Holy shit, that was rushed!" Like the end of Revenge, because. What? But I feel like it, <laughs> I feel like it, even though it was, it wasn't mm -hmm. because it still, it still explained everything. Mm -hmm. It still wrapped everything up. Mm -hmm. um, and then they ended up making a season was, six anyway. And I was sad, right. And I was satisfied with it. And mm -hmm. like you said, they ended up continuing it anyway. So yeah. And Bates Motel was fucking perfect. There's literally no, there's nothing I can say about that show that was bad. The consistency, the acting, the the um, storyline, everything was just, it just fucking, 
was just beautiful. And real quick, I know this will be an unpopular opinion, especially with people like me. Um, <laughs> when The Walking Dead became less about fighting against the zombies and more about fighting against each other, yeah. it's just like any other show. That's actually, so yeah, so, I said it. And I'm just... And this is an unpopular opinion, too. Season 2 was my favorite. And here's the reason why. Well, look. You literally have the feel of being in a fucking farm. Out, out in the middle of the fucking boonies. And you're literally just trying to survive. And there are zombies everywhere. Yeah. And you have to make runs. That survival is why I loved that show. Look, I'm just gonna say it. The best seasons were when Frank Darapont was the showrunner. Yep. Because he dropped off and we're just going to didn't he? And we're going to leave it like that. Yep. That's what I thought. So, let, yeah, we'll just leave it like that. So, anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed uh, Lake Bacall. Bagul. <laughs> it really, Bacall. it took everything in me not to say Bagul the entire right. time we were reading that. Every time it came up, I was like, don't. Bagul. Don't, don't, don't do it. Um, so, next week. We're doing the Instead of haunted box. location. We're doing a haunted object thing. The fucking Dybbuk box, guys. I'm looking for this movie that I saw. Yo. Um, Was it the one? It's a YouTube movie. It's literally a guy who orders a Dybbuk box. Oh, okay. Well, the possession was like the main. That's speaking of the Walking Dead. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is in the possession, which is a really good movie, honestly. Um, but it does involve a, uh, Dybbuk box. Um, they are fucking terrifying. Also, um, there is, there are apparently this two one. of them. Oh, nice. So there's a YouTube movie about the Dybbuk box. Also, apparently there are two of them in, uh, Zach Bagan's museum in Las Vegas. He has two Dybbuk boxes. Um, I will not be oh, going there. TV. I will not be going no, to his. I'm not doing that. I mean, shit. I'm just not going, there. especially because he anywhere makes you sign I have a to waiver. Sign a waiver again. Anywhere I have to sign a waiver, that's a big hell no. Well, a waiver, sign a but waiver I mean, like that. But I mean, waivers like that. Well, I, you have I, to always sign a waiver. You're going to have to sign a place signs. a waiver <laughs> anywhere you go. But I mean, wait. I'm talking about specifically places like that. That are basically like if you get possessed. where you could have a demonic attachment <laughs> or a possession, and it's not our fault. Bitch, the fuck it is. You and Aaron better pull up. You better be paying for that fucking You priest. and Aaron and Billy and everybody else better pull the fuck up if I catch something from that goddamn museum and it follows me home from And you know what Vegas. would. We would. One of us would. Both of us would. Exactly. And that shit it. is drawn to us. Are you like, kidding Zach, me? Zach, you're an empath. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> that sounds... <laughs> Sometimes you can think you're an empath. And look, you're not. Look, the look. I have watched Ghost Adventures since the very first episode. I have been a diehard follower yep. of that show. And Zach. let me tell you right now, Zach Bagel Bites is not. I know he hates that name, but it's funny. Um, He's not an empath. Zach is not. Sorry, Zach. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. You're not an empath. You and your faux hawk. Why are you holding your hair like that? <laughs> you and your <laughs> My neck is hot. You and your fuck and your fucking and your fucking glasses. I'm oh, sorry. I actually do like his glasses. I'm just trying to think of something else to make. Your fucking glasses. And your fucking glasses. Your fucking face. One of 
<laughs> and your fucking biceps. And your fucking... <laughs> okay, no, but seriously, he's, he's a fucking so, idiot. Because he's just so easy to make fun he... of. Opens a dipping box in his fucking museum. Oh, he opened the one I I'm watched. Like, he opened both of them. After the guy told him, well, you could die. He's like, sure. <laughs> the dude strap was like, well, you could die. Zach is clearly and a millennial. And he's like, okay, cool. He's clearly a millennial. He's like, <laughs> welcome. Hey, YOLO. <laughs> open both of these motherfuckers at the same goddamn time. I feel like those demons what? that were in that box was kind of like, He's so fucking stupid. Let's just we'll yeah. Let's just, just go. <laughs> yeah, we're we're free. Let's just we're out. Go. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> we're finally just really cramped in this box. And they're like, "Hey, yo, we're in Vegas. Craps table." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming they know how to play craps. I would imagine they'll, they did. Uh, they'll figure it. Out. They probably do it in hell. They'll I'm figure sure. it out. But um, the movie that I was going to suggest. Oh, it's to on you TV. Guys, Not you. It's called Dibbick Box: The Story of Chris Chambers. It is a found footage Dybbuk box movie, and it's only got a 4.9, but I I think it's actually really good. Um, I really liked it. I kind of stumbled upon it one day. Um, it's on Tubi, so if you guys want to watch that, it's on there. Basically, he orders a Dybbuk box, I think maybe from Amazon or something like that, and he gets it and opens it, and he has no idea that he's released something, and it's pretty good. I liked it, but... I'm excited to do this episode because this has been something that people have talked about for years. Something um, I've always been interested in. Yeah, and I just, you know, it's just, it's, it's terrifying. Like, just knowing that if you open that box, like, anything could happen. Yeah. Also, it's really funny because I'm looking at this YouTube thing that says opening a real debit box, and that's a scene from Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> Some of these things are so fucking clickbaity. Like, that is a scene from Haunting of Hell House. Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway. So, you guys, of course, you know our socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DFWTO Podcast. Twitter and in- Twitter and Facebook handles at DFWTO8811. We're on... Uh, what are we on? <laughs> iTunes. This always gets confusing because we're on so many things. We, but, um, we really are. The most I- important ones are iTunes, iTunes Spotify, Pod- Spotify, Podbean, Podbean. and... Google Podcasts. Yes, please rate, subscribe. Do all those things really because helps it out. helps us out. Follow us. And yes. of course, you know, we appreciate it. You guys are the best. And is that it? I think we pretty well nailed it. All right, my dudes, have a good week. Be safe. And remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the, the original. original. Keep on.